And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away And I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm free And I won't forget the men who died Who gave that right to me And I gladly stand up next to you And defend her still today There ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA Alright, welcome to this week's edition of Waking Up the Outdoors with Outdoors Dan Brought to you in part by our good friends out at the driveway Company in Grimes, Grimes, Grimes Hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning all across the good old US of A You know, my driveway's okay It's not it's not, uh, I wouldn't, I'm not going to brag too much on my driveway, but well, let me brag a little bit. It's, Go ahead, Dan. It, you saw my driveway oh, yesterday. It's perfect. It's like butter. Oh. It's smooth. There's no cracks. There's no divots. There's no sinking. It's just like glass. It's like a, it's like a beautiful lake morning with no wind. It's like glass. Smooth. As smooth. Can be. smooth. And that's because of the fine folks at the driveway company. If you uh, have a... Uh, driveway that's sinking that's cracked it's uh falling apart you don't need to put up with that don't have that have a smooth driveway call the driveway company in grimes they'll they'll take good care of you uh, my neighbor just got it done actually my neighbor right it's two neighbors now really yeah right across the street huh. 515-850-1072 515-850-1072 they'll come out give you a really quick easy free estimate they're very polite and if you choose to go that way with the driveway company, they're going to come out, lickety split, get that done, and you're going to have the driveway that's going to not make your not only make your home look nicer, fresher, newer, but it, when you walk out in your driveway and you go to the garage, it's going to feel awesome, awesome, awesome. I'm telling you, you want to have a better life? Make sure your driveway is smooth as a lake in the morning with no wind. The driveway company in Grimes, 515-850-1072. All right, Andrew, I will see you. I got to move the uh, Facebook Live, guys. Oop, just, uh, there we go. We, uh, I want, we're going to punch in our guests. We got a really fun show for you today. We're going to have Johnny Candle on, professional walleye guide and fisherman. And uh, we're going to be talking about some wallies. And then uh, we'll have Big Red in from Sportsman's. Big announcement from Sportsman's today. You don't want to miss that. We got to redo the football draft, which I am, it's ridiculous. So I'll tell you more about that later. And then in the eight o'clock hour, when we, it's not often that you can say that you're going to have a legend on the radio show, but we do. We got a legend on this morning, Mr. Speed, the cookies, barbecue man, Eric. Yeah, he'll be on at eight o'clock. Without further ado, let's go to the phones and let's go talk a little fishing with our friend Johnny Candle. Good morning, John. Good morning. Hey, Devil's Lake or Red Lake? Where are you at? Devil's Lake, North Dakota. Yeah, I don't know why I couldn't. It's like, um, you know, I got to start taking some mushroom pills or something. I, my memory, man, I'm telling you. So how, how's the fishing been? Good? It's just getting fired up for the year, you know, uh, we're only about 60 miles south of the Canadian border, and you can probably figure that out by my accent. It's 
it uh, sounds like I'm from north of that border some days. But uh, spring just got here or transitioning from spring to summer now, however you want to say it. Uh, we had snow only three weeks ago, so things are a little slow this spring getting started, but uh, the fishing's getting better and better every day. We're seeing better catches of walleye, uh, but uh, the northern pike action has been really good. We've got some nice white bats, bass in the lake. They're biting very well right now also, so uh, there's no shortage of rod bending going on in the lake right now. There you go. Now, Devil's Lake is not a, it's it's kind of a shallow lake, isn't it? It is. It is. Uh, I think the deepest spot in the lake is about 50 feet right now. And, you know, you look at a body of water that's almost 200,000 acres of surface area to only have one or two small areas of 50 feet of water. That's relatively shallow. Yeah, that's crazy. Now, so you're so you're guiding full time now, huh? Yeah, I am. Uh, I, I tournament fish as well, but with the state of affairs we have going on in the country uh, with the COVID right now, the tournaments are kind of on hold. So uh, traveling the country, doing the tournament thing uh, hasn't happened yet this year. So more days at home on the water guiding, and that's not so bad. It's it's kind of nice to sleep in my own bed for a month or two straight. I've, I don't know if I've ever done that before in my career. Now, how booked up are you? Uh, not, not 100% full, but there's not a lot of days left. Uh, I've got a handful of dates spattered across the summer. Uh, for the month of June, uh, it's jam-packed. But July and August, there's a few openings. And the fall, people haven't really planned that far out yet this year. And I get that, right? Things are things are a little bit different in our lives now. And, and it's kind of hard to plan four or five months in advance. But I've got quite a few openings, September, October time frame, and Quite honestly, that's one of my favorite times of the year to be on the water because everybody else is hunting. So well, yeah, the lake all to yourself. Yeah, I always <laughs> tell everybody some of the best fishing in the world is in the fall because there's nobody on the lake. Correct. You know, so Correct. that's kind of nice. So you know, uh, I got to you know, you and I. It's been a while since we had you on the show. That's my fault. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, it's all right. Um, walleye drive me nuts it's my absolute favorite eating fish i love walleye I, but they are the, the most finicky little little i, I, I can't say what i want to say on the air they just <laughs> drive me nuts because half the time you know i'm sitting there with a jig and a leech or a jig and tipped with a minnow and uh i or i'm on the bottom you know and i'm sitting there and, and you, you're feeling bottom because i switched to braid oh josh john uh, two years ago, Shaw, Shaw and Denny Brower talked me into going to braid and then using a fluorocarbon leader. Mm-hmm. And so I did. I switched over to that, and I can feel I can feel everything way better since I've done that. That braid's got so much more sensitivity to it. Absolutely. You know, so I love that. But I'm sitting there and I'm feeling the bottom and stuff, and then and then it's like, well, you'll you'll check your your jig and stuff. Your minnow's gone or your leech is gone, and it wasn't the bottom you were feeling. It's that little peck 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 from them walleyes. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. Uh, being a fishing guide, uh, you're constantly hearing guys say to each other, was that a bite? And I look at them and kind of say, how am I supposed to know you're holding the fishing rod? I can't tell you if there's a bite or not. But, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Walleye are phenomenal table fare, right? I mean, the good old Canadian shore lunch, mm-hmm. uh, put them in the, the box of batter and some, some hot oil, and you can't lose. I mean, I don't know if you can screw a walleye up when you cook it. They're that good. No. But they are challenging to catch, and not just because of what you said, not because of the way they bite so subtly or or do they want a minnow or do they want a leech or are they going to hit a jig and soft plastic today? Am I going to catch them on a crankbait? But where they lift, you look at the bodies of water 
that walleye live in. And not that other fish aren't diverse as well, but you got the Great Lakes where they live 20 feet off the bottom and roam around almost like a school of tuna looking for bait fish. Then you come out here to the prairie states uh, where you've got these big, pothole-type lakes that are nothing but dishpan bowls uh, in the middle of nowhere with very, very little structure. Then you go to the Missouri River reservoirs where you've got all the big impoundments and dams where they live. Then you can start heading south. Uh, I've caught walleyes as far south as uh, Missouri, Arkansas, Tennessee, Kentucky. Uh, So they they don't live into the deep south, but the mid-south for sure. And those reservoirs are canyon walls straight up and down. Uh, the point might only be 30 yards long instead of 300 yards long. Uh, and then you can go all the way out to the West Coast, the Columbia River, in the Pacific Northwest, chock full of walleyes. They, they live everywhere. They'll live in weeds. They'll live on rocks. They'll live on mud. Uh, and, again, not to sell other fish short, but I read a lot of articles about all the other species of fish and I wish I could go fishing with a green pumpkin jig and call it good. Uh, And we can't. Uh, You've got to have jigs and crankbaits and spinner rigs and live bait setups and bobber fishing setups. Oh, it's just amazing. It it goes on and on and on. And I think that's what draws me personally to walleye fishing is it's never the same two days in a row. Yeah, I I tell you, some of the best walleye fishing I've ever had was up in Lake of the Woods, uh, up around Oak Island and, uh, um, is it Black Island or in Oak Island? Uh, We we, we were drift fishing, Uh, we we went up there and I I caught a 29, a 30, and a 31, and I put them all back, John, because those are, you know, those are females. Right, giant fish. uh, Yeah, yeah, but I, you know, I'll be honest with you, the 30 inch and the 31, I didn't even feel it hit. You know, it was just like there was nothing on my rod. Well, and, and you know, that's a great point because uh, I'm getting ready. Well, as soon as we're off the phone, I will be in the truck on the way to the boat ramp to run a guide trip, and we will be jig fishing today. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I tell my clients. Um, I kind of hope that for the first five or ten minutes we actually don't get any bites because I want them to feel the weight of the jig on the end of the line and we're only using quarter ounce or eighth ounce jigs so you don't feel a lot but when you feel the jig disappear that is when you set the hook and a lot of times it's really hard to explain setting the hook when you feel nothing yeah. and that's what you're going to feel it literally feels like someone took a pair of scissors and cut the jig off the end of your line that's all you feel and that is a walleye bite and like you said could be the fish of a lifetime uh, and the hits like that, it's it's amazing. They're not the most aggressive fish all the time. Uh, no, they're sucking that jig in. That's what that's what they're doing for folks. Exactly. That don't know. They're, they're you know it's not like a bass where they'll rip it out of your hand. I've had I've had friends of mine say, oh these walleye man, they were ripping the rot, and it's like, where are those fish at? I want to. <laughs> I would love to feel that one time. Well, on occasion it happens. Uh, it does. Uh, today, again, on my guide trip, we're going to be fishing relatively shallow water. I'll mm-hmm. uh, probably have the boat in six or eight feet casting towards shoreline structure. And, boy, if we find the right school of fish that are actively feeding and they're going nuts, they do hit like that. They hit like a ton of bricks. But it's maybe one out of ten days okay. that you find those fish that are feeding that aggressively. The rest of the time it's that... You know, it's that good old walleye fishing where, uh, you know, maybe you're dragging a Lindy rig with a, a plain hook and a minnow or a leech and dragging it along the bottom, and you don't know if you got a bite or your sinker got stuck in the mud or something in between because it just gets a little heavy. 
or it feels kind of mushy. And yeah, you you don't know. Uh, and it's terrible to say that a 25 year walleye tournament veteran. I've been fishing walleye since I could walk. And I still guess some days was that a bite? I'm not real sure. Well, <laughs> well, if you get if you still got a guess, there's no hope for me, man. I'm telling you right now. My fa- my favorite way uh, where the where I can feel the fish the best, honestly, is back trolling shad wraps or rapalus. I yep. My you know my father in law got me hooked on that, and uh, I I actually sold my boat last year, so I don't have my boat anymore. But when I had my lun. I, I'd go out there by myself with a with, I had a, a tiller moat, a tiller, a forty horse ba- a tiller, and I had those wa- uh, wave whackers on the back of it. Mm-hmm. And man, I tell you what, I could back troll and just you know just hold that rod and you know it, I could feel the bite then, and uh, that would you know you cover a lot of water too. But I I, th- I still there's still something magical about that jig fishing. I I just <laughs> I still think that's my favorite. Oh well, yeah, it's it's hard to beat that. Once you once you get it dialed in and you feel the bite of you, you know you understand what the bite feels like for the day you're out there, uh, keeping that jig in contact with the bottom. It's it's a lot of concentration. You're focused. Uh, I I kind of make an analogy that I feel more like a German short hair pointer looking for a pheasant than I do a guy trying to catch a walleye because you're just dialed in, right? Laser focused on that rod tip. You get your finger probably on the line so you can feel even a little bit better. And, and then you need that lightning quick reflex because you want to get the hook set before the fish spits your jig out. But it can be a, a lot of intensity, but it's a lot of fun. And like you said, very rewarding at the end of the day, not just for taking pictures and sharing memories, but you take a bunch of walleye fillets home and no. and you're going to have a meal that, that rivals anything out there. You give me a cooler full of walleye and sauger, I'm a happy man. There you go. You know, I, and I'm telling you, hey, uh, you know, one of the things that when I was trying to learn when I had my boat, I was, I mean, I was, I'd be, my wife would come out and she goes, she'd be looking for me and I'd be in the garage just sitting in my boat, you know, and I'm, I'm sitting there either trying to learn or study the electronics and, and or I'd be looking at different things on, on YouTube as far as walleye presentations and stuff. And I learned everything I could about Lindy rigs and crawler harnesses and bottom bouncers and Man, there's just and uh, even the even that Linder deal, that little uh, that that weight that you tie to to to, uh, yep. to set your bobber uh, the bobber length, mm-hmm. so you know where your bottom. I mean, I I was Johnny, I was doing everything I could to try to catch some little things. It's amazing how many different uh, techniques there are, and that's just that's just some of them. I mean, there's even more than that. Oh yeah, it's it's maddening, and and like I said, a lot of that goes to the diversity of the fish and and how widespread they live. Um, just today going out guiding, I'm prepared to fish six different techniques today uh, on my home lake. You'd like to think a guy that lived here would have it dialed in a little bit better than that. And I actually feel pretty confident that I've got it dialed in with six different rod and reel setups for each one of my guide clients. So, uh, yeah, it's amazing how diverse they are. And, and again, I think that's what makes them fun to catch. Uh, although every fish I've ever caught has been fun to catch. I'm not, not going to go there. That, yeah, the ones I'm not you trying catch, to say the other fish aren't enjoyable. Yeah, well, let's just say it like this. The ones that you actually catch are enjoyable. Correct. The ones that won't bite <laughs> are the ones that get you muttering under your breath. Yeah, they're not so much fun. Yeah, they're not. not so they're, much fun. they're just not part of the. They're just not part of the group. That's all I Correct. got. That's all I got to say. Hey, we're visiting with uh, walleye fishing pro and guide Johnny Candle. Johnny, hang on. I got to hit a real quick break, and when we come back, we'll pick up this conversation on thirteen fifty ESPN. It's outdoors, Dan, on thirteen fifty ESPN. Take me home. 
Welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. My guest is walleye guide and fishing pro Johnny Candle, and he's up there at Devil's Lake in North Dakota. We're talking a little walleye this morning. So, John, uh, real quickly, uh, we got about uh, five minutes left here in this segment. When when you're out there, if you know doing your thing, what do you look for for walleye? I mean, what do you? Were you looking on your electronics? Do you look at the? Do you just look at the lake, or what do you? What are you trying to find for walleye? The answer to that is yes. <laughs> uh, you know, elect, marine electronics have come so far, Dan. It's it's absolutely unbelievable. I'm a, a hummingbird guy, have been for quite a while now, and uh, it's amazing what we can see uh, with side imaging, down imaging, traditional 2D sonar. I have a product on my boat that they call 360 imaging, where it literally looks like the radar screen and the air traffic control tower. I can see everything around my boat. So I do spend a lot more time now looking at electronics than I ever did because no matter how shallow the water is, they can't hide from you. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can see a walleye easily 75, 80 feet to either side of my boat. Now, granted, you don't always know what those fish are when they show up on your electronics. So you have to rely on years of experience and you're scanning areas where you would expect to see walleye anyways. This time of the year, though, early spring or or early summer, I'm still looking for the warmest water in the lake, and I'm also looking for the white, right water color. Uh, Springtime, a lot of lakes are relatively clear. There's been no algae blooms. Uh, We haven't had a whole lot of wind to stir any sediment up. It's really hard to catch any kind of fish when you can see the bottom of the lake in six or eight feet. Uh, So I'm spending a lot of time right now driving around, checking areas, looking at the water temperature. I want to see water up there in that 60, 62, 64 degree range. And when I look over the side of the boat and drop a jig down, I want it to disappear about two feet under the water. Once I find the right water, then I'm going to try to to find the fish. Uh, But it's really no use spending hours and hours and hours fishing in water uh, where the fish aren't going to be cooperative. Uh, there's a lot of days I can find them, uh, but when I can see them from 30 feet away, they can probably see me from 60 or 80 feet away, and that makes them really tough to catch. Yeah, so staying water is always a good thing. Then, huh? Yeah, it is for the walleye fishing. Uh, obviously, you don't want it so dirty that, that they can't see anything, uh, so you got to find that nice in-between mix. And you'll hear that from walleye anglers all across the country, uh, whether it's the Great Lakes uh, trolling for walleye or or all the way out west uh, doing the jig thing or casting or whatever you might be up to. Uh, you want to find that right water color. And then I tend to try to find fish that are a little bit shallower than the average guy does. Uh, fish, walleye in particular, are not a fish that really enjoys shallow water. They only go there to eat. And I compare that to fishing for a person. Uh, is it easier to catch a person standing in line at a fast food restaurant Or is it easier to catch a person that's uh, sitting in their car in the parking lot not even thinking about food? Uh, The the person that's in line at a McDonald's, if I walk up and say, hey, what were you thinking about for lunch? And he says a Big Mac. If I offer him a quarter pounder for half price, he's probably going to take it. A walleye is about the same way. When they're up shallow looking for food, they might have something in mind that they want to eat. But if they see an easy, opportunistic meal, even if it's not the perfect presentation, they're still probably going to eat it. So they're a lot easier to catch 
uh, when you can find them searching for food. So you're telling me if I go out there with a Chick-fil-A bacon and egg cheese biscuit, <laughs> I'm going to catch my lemon walleye. That's what you're telling You could. Okay, Very Johnny. possibly. All right. Very possibly. All right. That's what I was looking for right there. <laughs> so, hey, uh, when, you, when you're fishing stained water, what about lure colors? What's, the, what's, what's some of the better colors to try when it's that dark? Well, if, uh, if I had one color to pick the rest of my life, it would probably be white. Uh, and the one that would be 1A or 1B on the list for that, ra- rather, would be Fire Tiger. Fire Tiger, uh, okay. If, if I had those two colors the rest of my life, I don't know if I would need any other color. That's the green, black. Uh, yeah. With chartreuse, a little bit of orange. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, those two colors are going to fit the bill probably 90% of the time. Now, granted, there's a plethora of other colors. Wow, that's a big word for a fishing guide. Oh, no, I that's just, a great word, a plethora. Yeah, <laughs> plethora of other yeah. colors out there. Yeah. And we all have tackle boxes just full of other colors. Don't get me wrong, but day in and day out, those two colors get the job done uh, probably 90% of the time. All right, there you go. So, Johnny, if someone wants to book with you, uh, what what is what's what are they looking for as far as a budget for a trip? Now, now, now but folks, before he says this, you got to understand, he is a professional walleye tournament fishing person. He's a he's a pro, so you know you're going to get the chance to go fish with a pro here. That's that's something that you don't normally get to do. That's like going to that's like going hunting with uh, Larry McCoy or you know Donovan Hewell or something like that. So just keep that in mind. Go ahead, John. Yeah, so I charge two hundred and twenty-five dollars per person per day of fishing, yeah. uh, but I've got some package deals. I'm a volume kind of guy, right? So if you come for multiple days, uh, the pricing gets a little bit better for the second and third day. If you want to come for a, a you know a nice three-day trip, I also have some packages that include lodging. I've got a few. Uh, park model homes that I, I use to house clients when they come in from long distances. So I can make a very, very attractive vacation. Uh, plenty of hotels and motels and, and resorts around Devil's Lake as well. If you're interested in that kind of thing, I can I can help folks get hooked up. But that includes everything you're going to need for the day except your lunch and drink. I provide all the bait, all the rods, all the reels. All Wait a minute. The you, you, don't, you don't provide the spam? <laughs> I can bring a can of spam if it's a special request. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, hey, just hey. so people know, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, don't laugh. I've actually caught a walleye on spam. Oh, I've seen just about every fish that swims <laughs> eat a piece of spam before. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. But uh, the one other thing I would pride myself in with my guide services, I I give everyone in my boat the same rods and reels that I fish tournaments with. I do not have a set of guide equipment and a set of here's Johnny's rods and reels. When we're out fishing, uh, I let the guide clients pick up the rod and reel they want to try first, and I pick up what's left over because they're all the same. Uh, if if it's uh, ultra-sensitive live bait rigging bite, you're going to fish with a rod and reel combo that's worth upwards of about 800 bucks if you're in my boat. I, I put the best equipment made in the hands of my clients all the time because it makes for a better experience. They're going to feel things better. They're going to enjoy the fight of the fish uh, better. They're going to they're going to be able to present the bait properly because they have the right equipment. Uh, I've seen a lot of guides over the years that shortchange their clients by handing them an ugly stick with a $25 reel out of a bargain bin. And, uh, and then the clients go home wondering why they couldn't feel what's going on, and I don't think that's fair. I want to know what you charge to not only take out guide, but also 
uh, hook the fish and then hand the rod to you. That's what I want to know what that service costs. I try not to do that. I will, uh, I will find a way. I promise you, if you come fish with me, I will find a way yeah. that you can catch the fish on your own. Uh, okay. There's so many different techniques, so many different things we can do. If you don't cast well, then we won't cast, right? If you can't feel a jig bite very well, then we won't jig. We'll find a way to get the fish to bite so everybody can catch them themselves. Yeah, folks, I was just teasing. So, <laughs> you know, I like, you know, I'm just telling you right now, now you don't mind if people People mutter or talk to themselves after they miss like the twentieth, fifth. You know, it's kind of expected. Actually, uh, okay, all right, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I guarantee you, if I get to come out there and fish with you, you're gonna you're gonna hear me talking to myself at least four or five times. So it's like it's crazy. So all right, now now, um, how can they find you? I know you're on Facebook. I am. Yes, uh, Johnny Candle Professional Angler. That's my Facebook. My Facebook page, you can follow along with all my escapades. Uh, I do some uh, Facebook Live events, some online seminars from time to time, all that kind of good stuff. You'll see daily fishing reports from wherever I'm at. So uh, if I'm on the road tournament fishing, I keep folks updated about that. And if I'm here on Devil's Lake, I'll let you know how the fishing is daily here on Devil's Lake as well. So, uh, again, on Facebook, uh, Johnny Candle Professional Angler. I've got an Instagram page johnny.candle uh, so you can follow along there as well or my website johnnycandle.com oh, that's uh, easy real easy to find so no tiktok no tiktok not yet i, I don't i get confused <laughs> and i don't do that swipe left or right thing either whatever that yeah. one's called i you know, can't keep up with that yeah i don't know if i told you this or not but i i actually shut my tv show down uh last december we were we made it 17 years i figured that was enough to do your own tv show so i i moved over with the guys from respect the game tv on the sportsman's channel mm-hmm. so, so they're teaching me all about these algorithms and all this other stuff john and it's just like i'm 56 years old it's like what are you talking talking about you know and then and I, I go listen all right i can do instagram and i've i've had a facebook page i'll do that but don't talk to me about all this other tiktok stuff and everything else because it ain't happening i hear you yeah, i hear you it, it's just kind of crazy so well listen i i i know you're super busy and but we got uh i'm gonna try and get you back on uh before the end of the summer okay can we do that Sounds great. All right, and uh, now what? Hey, go to Lake in Iowa. I mean, when you were fi- when you're fishing the circuits or the tournaments, what's the what's your favorite lake in Iowa to fish? I love when I can get down to the Iowa Great Lakes, whether it's Spirit Lake or Okaboji East or West, either one. Uh, and it's not always walleye I chase when I get down there, although they do have incredible walleye fishing in all of those lakes. But man, what a what a neat place! Uh, I try to get there before. Memorial Day or after Labor Day, obviously it's a very, very popular tourist area and, and the boat traffic gets unreal in the middle of the summer. But man, those are, they're not very big, which is, which is really cool coming from a lake that's almost 200,000 acres to be able to fish nearly every inch of a lake in a day. Uh, and still catch walleyes up to seven or eight pounds and smallmouth over 20 inches and some gigantic crappies and bluegills and all that kind of stuff. I, I truly enjoy those uh, Great Lakes region of Iowa. That's a, that's a fun place. All right, buddy. Hey, now, uh, I'm going to try and take those last two days in June, okay? Sounds good. So, uh, if folks, if, the, if anybody wants to go to uh, Devil's Lake and go fishing with me, 
uh, you can ride with me. Um, I'm thinking about going up there and hiring Johnny, and maybe he can teach even me how to. You know, I, they just, they're my nemesis, man, uh, to catch a little walleye. So you can go to outdoorsdan.com. You can hit me on Facebook or um, we're doing the show live on on uh, Facebook Live right now. Just let me know if you want to go. And, uh, John, how many people can you hold on that? I can fit three. Okay, so if I can get two other people that want to go, you can we'll, you can go with me. But, uh, Johnny, I'll get back with you here in a couple, in a day or two. Is that okay? Sounds great, buddy. I look forward to it. All right, one more time, johnnycandle.com on, on the on the Internet. That's your website. Tell them on Facebook. Uh, Johnny Candle, professional angler. Okay. Hey, we'll talk to you soon, man, and good luck fishing today. Stay safe. Thank you. Take care. Thanks for the time, John. Yep. There he goes, Johnny Candle. Seems like a fun guy. You know, you know what I like about him, Andrew. You know what I like about Johnny Candle. What do you like about him? He always lightens things up. <laughs> okay, hold on. Yeah, hold on. boom, boom. Thank you very much. Seven thirty-three and some change here on thirteen fifty ESPN. All right, let me hit a quick break, and when we come back, Big Red from Sportsman's Warehouse will be on here. We'll be right back on thirteen fifty ESPN. Hey, but oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. First thing I got to do is say. Hello, Realtor Rob. When you got a house that you got to move, who are you going to call? Realtor Rob. Realtor Rob. You missed one. <laughs> if you're looking for some scenery that just ain't left to you, who are you going to call? Realtor Rob. Realtor Rob. Rob. Good morning, Realtor Rob. Yeah, I got I to gotta take care of him because I'm probably going to be moving here. So we'll, we'll see what's going on. We'll see what's happening. Kind of sad. Kind of, I'm, I'm mixed. So part of me doesn't want to move. and But there's the thrill of moving to a new house. It's really not a thrill. <laughs> I really don't. I hate moving. You are not one to change. I hate change. Change is not good. I hate it. If there's anything in the world I hate, it's change. Change is like, it's it's like walleye for you. Yeah. It's your nemesis. It, you know, if you got everything going well and there's nothing wrong. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. it. Right. I Why change it? You hey. know? That's valid. That's a valid argument. Yeah, that's that's one thing you can honestly say about me. I, I don't handle change very well. <laughs> and deer. Deer, I hate deer. I love them, but I hate them. Them, them, them <laughs> pesky, pesky deer. deer, man, I'm telling you. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Jolene, Leader, 1350 Jolene, ESPN. Jolene, Jolene. Back to waking up the outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Dolly, I don't think you got to worry about it, darling. I don't. I wouldn't leave you for Jolene. Who would not love Dolly? That Jolene character. She don't have a chance. Not man. a chance. Not against Dolly. No. Speaking of somebody else that don't have a chance, let's go to the phones and see what Big Red's up to today. Good morning, Big Red. Don't have a chance at what? <laughs> I don't know. You can fill that in yourself. <laughs> hey, I got to say hi to Joe and Sherry Corpus, though, real quick. My, two of my favorite people in the whole wide world. They're listening on Facebook Live right now. Don, you're right. my favorite. I've seen you last. Huh? <laughs> so, how you been since I last saw you? I just saw you. When did I see you? Yesterday or the day before? 
Yeah, that's my point. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm good. Yeah, Don goes, uh, I called Don and said, hey, I, I got a question for you. He goes, where are you at? And I'm going, when I'm in the store, he goes, is that you with that dog tearing everything up in the store? I said, yeah, that's me. That's me and Raven. Yeah, I, a dog, he he thinks your mannequins are real people. He keeps jumping on them. It's like, I want to, dog, you're going to get me arrested, man. Quit it. Hyper. Well, you know, he wouldn't get so big if he quit feeding him. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Well, that's, yeah. It's a, it's a simple fix. <laughs> it's a, yeah, yeah. He gets a little, he gets a little testy if I don't feed him, though. He's a, He's got an attitude, man. That dog is something else, I tell you. Well, I do too. Yeah, I'm telling you. You don't, you don't feed me. I get a little uh, shake. So, big announcement right out of the gate. You guys are now carrying elite bows. You can go to Sportsman's Warehouse in Ankeny and get you an elite bow. You can, so now you got two great locations. You got Archery Field and Sports, and you got Sportsman's Warehouse. How about that? How about that? So I uh, saw that you got the cure. You got some rituals in there. You got the new embers, and you got uh, you got uh, a couple. You got bow cases. You got CBE sites. You got Slick Trick broadheads. Scott Archery releases. You got everything pretty much right there that you ever need, man. Well, that's our opinion. So yeah. come on down. Come on down. Come on down. Hey, uh, Larry on Facebook Live wants to know what are you going to do about CC classes? Um, just had an email about that yesterday. Mm -hmm. That's concealed uh, carry, folks. If you don't know what CC means, concealed carry. So, um, Legal Heat is the company that puts those on for us. Yeah. Is ready to go. We're just waiting for the the okay from our corporate uh, headquarters, and then we'll be good to go. I, I'm I'm anticipating sometime in June we'll start that. Okay. Don't, don't quote me yet, but yeah, that's we a guess. we're supposed to have a seminar today. It's not happening. So don't go to the store looking for me because we're still not allowed allowed to to uh, congregate. <laughs> We can't assemble. Yeah. We can assemble from afar. Yeah, there you go. I said you take that bobber and you put it on your line. Did you hear me over there? No, we can't do seminars like that. No, that's kind of tough. Yeah. Hey, uh, I am going to Kentucky to the new Sportsman's Warehouse store June 12th and 13th. I'm actually going to be doing the radio show live from there. Uh, Crescent Springs, Kentucky. I'll be down there doing a grand opening. I heard that. That's yeah. going to be fun for you. Now, how come I can go down there and do a grand opening, but I can't do a seminar at the Ankeny store? Does that, that's, that is, oh, you want to hear a big word? That's incongruent. 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 Well, I happen to know what that means. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're right. Yeah. So let's, we need, we need to make some calls, Big Red. Well, it's not what you know, it's who you know. I'm telling you, buddy. I'm telling you. So, uh, store looks nice. Uh, I saw that you had a whole bunch of new stuff in there. I was kind of, whenever Raven would sit down, I got, uh, I got a chance to look at some of the new, the new stuff, the clothing line, the clothing's full. I mean, you, I mean, you guys, you're ready to take care of customers, man. That's exciting. We have a store full of, of stuff. We, uh, we're str struggling a little bit back in fishing because demand has been, just unprecedented. Uh, you know, the only good thing about this pandemic and stuff is people are out fishing and hunting in record numbers right now. And it's so nice to see people getting back out to hunting and fishing. It's awesome. So if we had to get a virus to get people motivated to go hunting and fishing, 
You know, maybe it was worth it. I don't know. Well, that's what we did is make lemonade. Yeah, take make lemonade. Hey, speaking of that, I didn't mean for uh, Raven to uh, relieve himself back. And never mind, I'm just teasing. So, <laughs> I, as, long as, you, as long as you clean it up. Yeah, no, I no, no, I did. I always have paper towels with me. Just on standby. Just on standby. No, he he's, he's I'm just teasing. He, he loves that store, man. He he get yeah, I get him out of the truck and he cannot wait. I don't know if it's cuz the doors go swoosh and open up for him or what, but he goes into total out excitement mode. And like I said, he's got to sniff every mannequin in that store. I'm here. I'm here. Pet me. Pet me. Raven, that's a mannequin. I don't care. Pet me. Pet me. They won't pet you. We get a we get a lot of pooches in the store, so he's probably uh, meeting a lot of friends through his ability to smell. No, I'm, t- I'm telling you, that's good. So, uh, anything? Uh, what you, is there anything special at the store today besides everything in the store? Well, we just we just ended our Memorial Day sale, and we're looking forward to the beginning of our Father's Day sale coming up in about a week. In about a week. I don't have don't have particulars yet, but I can tell when we have. A lot of a certain kind of freight come in the door that is going to be on a Father's Day sale. I'm telling you what, they got stuff that any father would be happy to get. Go see Big Red, and he'll make sure that your Father's Day is extraordinary. If nothing else, we always have gift cards. There you go. There you go. All right, Big Red, tell them where they can. I'm not going to have you do a fishing report because we just talked walleye fishing for half an hour. So you're off the hook. <laughs> did you see what I just did there? Where's your rim shot, Andrew? Yeah, yeah, he got it. You know, Don, I'm always there to throw you a line. Oh, man, I'm on it today. Yeah. This segment is quickly sinkering. <laughs> Come on, Don, let me show you how to be a leader. Oh, man, there's just no end to these fishing references, man. Come on. Well, <laughs> I didn't mean to reel you in on that. Oh, here all week try the veal try the veal tip your waitresses and waitresses and waitresses waiters done? <laughs> i'm done it's him not me he keeps in the rim shots <laughs> tell them where they can find you we are just off exit 90 off the 35 across the street from carl chevrolet all right buddy hey listen you be good and uh have a wonderful day you do the same. I will, buddy. I will. Thank you, pal. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. There goes Big Red from Sportsman's. All right, we're going to take another quick break, and when we come back, it's the redraft of our Outdoors Dan Radio League football fantasy extraordinary thing, whatever. We'll be back. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. I'm talking about Cody Go. Take it with me everywhere I go. Baby, don't you know? All right, welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors with Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. So here's the deal. Uh, we had our draft a couple weeks ago, and I, I, I messed up. I made a trade. And I didn't know I was messing up because I thought everything was fine because there's a setting on the league that says you could do pre-draft trading. So myself and another team, I had the first overall pick. Remember, I drew, I drew number one. Andrew was all upset and jealous and everything. So it was rigged. It was not rigged. So anyway, long story short, uh, we uh, we drew 
and I, I did. I made a trade. I did. I gave up my first overall pick for uh, this guy's six pick, and then his third round six pick. Well, I get a thing. The the it do, it keeps resetting, and then ESPN. I th- I called ESPN. I'm saying, why does this keep glitching? It says I'm still the first overall pick. I made this trade. Well, you can't do that. I said, what do you mean? It's it's a new league. You can't you can't do a two for one before the league. I said, well, why is there a setting for it? So after two hours of, on the phone with the, with the the fantasy football provider, they said you you're it's going to glitch if you do this. So I had to scrap the league, get a call everybody, and say I apologize about this. I have to redo the league, and we're going to have to. So the fairest thing for do instead of me being the number one pick again. We're just going to redraw. I thought that was the fairest thing for everybody because I didn't want to, I didn't want other teams to go through the draft, get the team they wanted, and then after that, it just disappeared. And then everybody's going to be mad. And I think one of the big things you pointed out as well is that at at the end of the draft, everything has to be whole. Every every team has to be every whole. round has to have uh, the same number of players yeah they ha- has to have somebody has to be able to pick at least once during a round and if you would have gone through with that trade that other individual would have missed an entire round yeah and that that's where you kind of get the glitch from okay so we got we got two bags andrew's got showing the red bag on the facebook andrew's got a red crown bag i've got a green crown bag the red bag has the team's names and the green bag has the draft number. So we're going to flip-flop. I drew the names last time. Andrew is going to draw the names this time, and I will draw the draft position. So what do we got? We only got two minutes. Yeah, a couple minutes. So then that's not long enough to do that, is it? No, no, but we can definitely uh, lead up to okay. what will be a very interesting draft. Okay, so we'll do it after, the, we'll do it after we get uh, after our next guest. Yeah. Okay. Right. That works. That's that's what we'll do. It's going to be pretty fun. It's exciting. All right. Do you want to do one now or do you want to wait? Uh, I think we can do a kind of a teaser. Get one out of the door uh, right now. All right. We'll go ahead and draw a name. All right. So if you want it to be. Show the camera. If you want it to be me, just, you know. Don't look either. Say something. <laughs> you, you, can, you can say my name or raise a hand if you want it to be me. Uh-huh. All right. All right, you ready for? The I made first? little footballs too. I cut out little team football. Show them the football. Yeah, here's the football. Who is it? Team Huser. Team Huser. Okay, all right. So let's see where Team Huser lies. Pick number four. Pick number four. Pick here. Show them the show them the number. So Team Huser is is number four. So here we go. Team Huser, pick number four. Nice football. Team user. There you go. All right. That's the first pick. He's number four, and they're out. So there you go. If you wanted that fourth pick, that's too bad. Yeah, it's gone. Goodbye, number four. <laughs> Goodbye, number four. All right. We'll do the remainder of the of the stuff. We're, when we come back, we've got the man, the myth, the legend, my buddy Speed from Cookies Barbecue Sauce. And Iowa Treasure is up next right here on 1350 ESPN. We'll be right back.
It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Come with me now. Come with me now. Welcome back to hour number two of Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors. Dan, this hour is brought to you by the fine folks at Elite Archery. Have you taken the shooting builder challenge? If you haven't, uh, you got two spots to go. Archery Field and Sports over there uh, in, uh, what is that? That's over there in Altoona. Or you can go to Sportsman's Warehouse now. Yeah, I was going to say, they're in your backyard wherever you go. Yeah, yeah. I know, Mark, you got a 40-yard range over there to fling arrows and, you know, great oh. service. And you got Sportsman's over there that's just got them. So, you know, whichever is closer to you and, you know, they can help each other. And good spot. Great spot. Great spot. I love Mark because Mark's always giving me trouble over there at Archery Field and Sports. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's Speaking, got to. Somebody's got to. Speaking of trouble... Anyway, or you can always go to EliteArchery.com to see all the latest and greatest from all that good stuff from Elite. Speaking of trouble, or giving me trouble, this guy's always giving me trouble. Mr. Speed Herrick from Cookies Barbecue Sauce. What are you doing there, Rib Man? Well, just trying to straight outdoor Dan up, and you know that ain't going to happen. That's a full-time job right there, man. Well, and then some. (laughs) You know, it's pretty bad when my memory's getting worse than yours. Well, yeah, I tell you what, uh, the good thing you've got, though, is you can forget a lot of stuff because you got to try to remember a lot of stuff, like what time to get up. And beyond that, I don't know if you got anything to remember. Yeah, see, I, I just need to go sit in a tree and veg out with some rattling horns and just wait for a deer to come along. I mean, come on, man. I just That's all I need to do right now. And I can see the deer coming up and, and pawing you a couple times and saying, Dan, time to wake up and shoot me. Yeah, hey, uh yeah, I, I trust me. I've fallen asleep a couple of times. I, yeah, I, I, you sit out there for twelve hours a day. It's it's crazy. So, uh, how in the world do you get your own racing sauce? I want to know. I I don't understand this. Well, it. Uh, uh, I know your name. Uh, I know your name. Speed. Okay, so then how come you need an explanation? Uh, I I know, but I mean, it's just because you got a great name. You know, I mean, this is the only guy I know that, that can go from zero to 100 and not get in trouble for it. You know, I, I, and that's in his parking lot, that's though. That's skill right there. Yeah, he's got a huge parking lot. They do they do barbecue races every Saturday. <laughs> the guy with the fastest rib wins, you know. <laughs> so I, I tell you what, we've, uh, uh, well, actually, uh, I was involved with uh, Iowa Speedway before the, even the first uh, shovel of dirt was turned over there. Uh, I did a uh, work with Larry Clement, who was very instrumental in getting that track put together, mm-hmm. and uh, and remained friends with a lot of the people over there. and And uh, they thought they wanted to come up with a, uh, you know, just an Iowa Speedway barbecue sauce, and and was talking to me and wanted to know if I could, you know, figure out something. And I said, sure. I said, you know, I'll probably, for for what they wanted to run, I said, I'm not going to do a special formulation, but uh, we'll just take our cookies original and go with that. And they said, uh, well, that sounds like a good idea. They said, uh, um, uh, do you mind if we team up with Fairway? Because they work with Fairway, I guess, on other promotions. So I said, no, that's fine. I said, we do a lot of business with Fairway, no problem at all. So uh, uh, 
uh, got together and, and put it together, and they designed the label, and uh, we produced, oh, about 60. That's been about probably somewhere in the neighborhood of, uh, oh, zero, zero, eight, about 10,000 bottles of it. 10,000 bottles? Yeah. Wow. Which ain't, which ain't very many. I mean, that's just enough to, you know. That's enough for, yeah, that's about a four summers of barbecue for me. Well, you're going to have to increase your volume there, Dan. <laughs> yeah. Just, just saying, just saying. Yeah, that's all right, and, that's all right. And and so then uh, uh, we produced it, and then uh, uh, Fairway put it in all of their stores and uh, uh, put it in their ad, and they've uh, they sold through, I don't know how much of it, but quite a bunch of it already. Yeah. So, uh, uh, but I've even had, which, and I'd more than happy if, uh, you know, people say, well, would you autograph a bottle of that for me? And I said, sure. I said, just, uh, we don't have any of it here at the plant, but I said, just pick up a bottle and catch me someplace and I'll sign it. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, and I, and I remember what my name is. I got it on my shirt so I can remember how to spell it. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, you've told me many times I'm as dumb as I look and I'm not. I have never said that. I, I, I have never said that one time in my life. I, if, you know, if I'm as sharp as, as you are at, at your age, I'll be tickled. Because right now, age, age discrimination right off the bat. I'll t- you know, listen, I mean, everybody's fair game here. Who who would ever guess you're 90 years old? Well, I tell you what, good, clean living. I'm so right. Actually, I'm 112. <laughs> He's not 90, folks. I'm just teasing. <laughs> but hey, listen, I'm, I'm telling you what you you are you are as quick as a whip, and you and you you I know 40 year olds that couldn't keep up with you. Well, depending on what we were doing. Now, I'm telling you, man, you're always... I called him last night. What are you doing, Speedy? I'm baking a rhubarb cake. I said, are you at work? He goes, no, I'm at home. I go, do you ever just sit down and relax? Well, I like cooking. You're always doing something. Oh, yeah. It's, I, I I actually enjoy cooking, and it's just fun to try different recipes. And uh, uh, and when, uh, I found out that once I sit down in the chair, there must be a hook on there that hooks to my eyelid. Because I'm in the chair about 15 minutes, and my eyelid slams shut. So, uh, it's fun. And this uh, uh, lady uh, named Linda Olson gave me this uh, rhubarb cake recipe, and then she was nice enough to give me a couple of pieces of it to try. And, oh, man, was that ever good. So uh, That turned out pretty uh, good, huh? Oh, it turned out real good. And it's kind of a weird deal. I think it's weird, but uh, you make uh, you mix up this uh, this mix with, you know, it's got sugar and flour and, and uh, eggs and baking powder and butter and stuff in it, just like a cake mix. And and you pour that in a 9 by 13 pan. Then you dump the, the rhubarb and that's, you got mixed with raspberry jello and sugar over the top of it, along with some... Uh, sugar and flour and butter crumbs on top of that and then you bake it and then all that rhubarb and that mixture all sinks right to the bottom and you got this cake on top of it you got all that rhubarb underneath of it and man it makes my mouth water just thinking about it yeah hey you bake it like for you know an hour and oh boy is it ever good you know there is a storm happening in the kansas city lake of the ozarks area that the last five four or five months Larry McCoy has got more people eating cookies barbecue sauce 
than you would ever think. Larry has been talking to everybody and anybody down there in that corridor, and he's been cooking. And, uh, you know, uh, Ryan, who does the TV show with us, his family owns a barbecue restaurant uh, down in Pleasant Hill, Missouri. And they cannot get over how good that flavor enhancer in the sauce is. And I'm, I, I, you, you're, you're going to have dividend checks coming in from that area alone because every, Larry can't keep – everybody keeps trying to steal his sauce, his sauce and his flavor enhancer. <laughs> oh, that's neat. That's neat. Yeah. 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 Well, of course, see, with Larry down there, they've cleaned up their lifestyle enough, so we'll let him have it down there. Well, yeah, I'm not telling him that. Larry's going to say, well, what's he mean by that? You know, come on. Hey, Kansas City, you know, that's my Chiefs, the Chiefies, man. Come on. Well, see, all the, uh, like you get down into the Ozarks, uh, uh, High V has got it in their stores down there. And then mm-hmm. uh, uh, more of the stores that are affiliated with AWG out of Kansas City, they're starting to, uh, the price shoppers and the, uh, Constantinos and a bunch of them are gradually starting to put more and more of it in because, you know, we're, you know, a 43-year-old company and we're still using the same recipe that we started with 43 years ago. Yeah, I don't know how and, you, uh, how'd you do that at the age of 10? I don't get that. Well, I, it, it was just easy. You know, I, I was, uh, <laughs> you know, when I was born, why I grabbed a mixing spoon and said, well, let's mix something up here, you know. But it, uh, uh, it's just fun just uh so many of the big companies try to figure out they dump a bunch of high fructose corn syrup in it and make it try to make it cheaper, and we just still use the same old recipe. Yeah, no, and, hey, and listen, if you if you're if you have diet restraints or or if you have to watch what you eat, you know that's the thing about cookies, and I don't think we talk about this enough. You don't have fructose that fructose stuff in your sauce. No, no, we don't use any high fructose corn syrup. Nor, and we're also. Uh, uh, all of our barbecue sauces, uh, you know, anybody that's got celiac disease, uh, we're gluten-free. So, mm-hmm. you know, anybody that's uh, fighting uh, uh, those issues, why, uh, now our Korean does have gluten in it. That's got a little bit of soy sauce in it. So our Korean sauce is not gluten-free, but uh, the rest of our barbecue sauces are all gluten-free. So, and we're actually listed with the Celiac Association. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so it's... Uh, uh, it helps, and I, you know, high fructose corn syrup is a lot cheaper now. We use corn syrup, but we use pure corn syrup. So, you know, some of the farmers say, "Well, you're not supporting the corn industry." Well, yes, we are. We use pure corn syrup, not the chemically modified high fructose. Yeah, and hey, this this is me talking, not speed. This is outdoors, Dan. So don't 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 get this confusing. But you really need to pay attention. I did not know this stuff until this pandemic hit. But I started reading it on doing research on stuff that we are we could buy at the stores. If you look at any product that's bought or made in China, you have to pay attention to it. I had, I got a buddy of mine who's got a company, and he ordered ten thousand first responder kits. Um, to, the, the, he was getting his uh, equipment made in China, but he ordered these ten thousand first responder kits that had toothpaste in it. Speed, you'll never guess what the the Fed, the federal government. It was for the feds. They went back and they inspected that before they the, they uh, deployed them or gave them out to first responders. You'll yeah. never guess what China put in the toothpaste. What was in there? Antifreeze. Me. They used antifreeze to make it sweeter instead of putting something else in there. Can you believe that? Antifreeze is poisonous. Yeah, yeah, but they did. That's what the, they. He had to go through 
and pull every one of those toothpaste things out of those kits before he could he could uh, deliver them to the government. So I'm just I'm just telling you right now, folks, if you're buying stuff in the store and if you really need to pay attention to where it's made because they don't care. And I you know I hate to say it, but that's just the truth. So that's oh me. Ta- that's me talking. I w- I. I would have. Ne- who would who would ever do that? You know. I mean, uh, pets pets have died from like people that drained the antifreeze out of their car or something, yeah. and, and was working on it. Well, and had a dog or cat that yeah. it's fleet, and uh, and uh, they died from that. Hey, and they've had problems with pet food that's made overseas that dogs were getting sick and dying from. Yeah, so well, I mean, I believe that. yeah. So you really got to pay attention to when you're buying stuff for you or your you anything that you're going to consume, or your 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 pets are going to consume. You got to check and see where it's made at. You really got to pay. I never would have thought that until Aaron told me that. So. So Dan, if you come up here the next time you're up this way, you say, "Pete, I've got some vitamins for you that I got from China, and I want you to eat them." Should I really take a good hard look yeah, at them? I, I, I'm telling you right now, I, and I'm not, I'm not. God bless China, the people of China. I'm not trying to rip on anybody. I'm just saying there's people over there cutting corners and doing things that they shouldn't be doing, and. I, I'm trying to buy my stuff made in the states or somewhere that I know that's safe. That's that's all I'm saying. Boy, that is scary. That is scary. Yeah. I mean, that's that's crazy, man. I'm telling you, man. I, I would have never thought that. And uh, it's a good thing that uh, before those were. Can you imagine the people that would have got sick of those first poor first responders? Oh my goodness! Yeah, I'll brush your teeth and wonder why you got sick. Yeah, that's horrible. So. Hey, eight thirteen and some change here on. Uh, <laughs> I almost said the wrong station again on thirteen fifty ESPN. So, hey, r- uh, real quickly, uh, Father's Day is coming up, and uh, I know. Are, are you doing anything special? Are, are they going to cook for you? or Are you cooking? No, I uh, will be in uh, uh, at a store in Mitchell, South Dakota. It's called County Fair Store mm-hmm. out in Mitchell, and we go out there. Uh, the the Wednesday before Father's Day, we'll be out there Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and then we pull out Friday night and head to uh, their other store up in Dale Rapids, South Dakota, which is just north of Sioux Falls, and then we cook there all day Saturday, and then we'll head home uh, uh, probably Saturday night. But uh, I think I'm going to kick back and kind of just take it easy on uh, on Sunday. I've got. Uh, I've got to try to figure out some way. I got a golf cart sold. It's a Father's Day surprise for a, a friend of mine, so I might be li- delivering a golf cart on on Sunday on Father's Day. Well, there you go. All right. Be gainfully employed that way. Right. Say what we had. Uh, I, I really feel pretty lucky. I've got my one uh, uh, grandson, Damon, started driving the uh, motorhome, pulling the big smoker trailer uh, last year. Uh, so uh, Grandpa just gets to sit in the seat and ride along with him, and he's a, a good, safe driver, and it really makes it fun for me. I can just kind of sit and see the scenery. Otherwise, before I was always behind the wheel, never got to see too much. So, yeah. hey, uh, uh, hey, before we go, I got to go to break, but before I do, I want to talk about Judy real quick. I saw, saw. Did you guys, did you guys go do something special at, for Mother's Day out there? I saw some pictures on Facebook. Uh yeah, went out to the uh, went out to the cemetery and. Uh, and, uh, you know, just uh, uh, kind of stood there and, and uh, thought about all the fun times we had and stuff like that. And then on uh, 
Memorial Day, why we took, need to say, took a bunch of flowers out there when we were paying respects. I've got a lot of friends that uh, were veterans and passed away and that are buried out there and, uh, you know, paid our last respects to them. But uh, but it was just, uh, uh, you know, standing there by Judy's headstone, I just thought of all the uh, all the fun things and the crazy things we did in our 53 years of marriage, let me tell you. She was a class, She was a classy lady. I, I She was so much fun. I'll never forget. Oh, yeah. You know what my favorite thing about Judy was? I, when I used to go out and see you at the Iowa Pork Expos, man, she was on you. She was, oh, yeah. oh my gosh, was she giving you trouble? I it just it just made me smile because usually you're the one dishing it out. Yeah, and boy, she just uh, <laughs> uh, and out there at the World Pork Expo, I was, she was in charge of of doing like three thousand sandwiches, and uh, uh, and she said, "Now we're going to start at ten twenty or ten thirty, and that didn't mean a minute before." No, it's too early yet. Okay, now we got to get started. You know? And uh, uh, it was just, uh, it was a lot of fun. She uh, yeah. spent a lot of hours in the rib wagon, too. And unfortunate, uh, 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 some of the grandkids got to uh, got to work with her in the rib wagon. And now uh, there's four of them. We did a fundraiser for New Hope down in Carroll. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, um, and we can talk about that after the break. Yeah, I want to talk about that when we come back. Folks, you're not going to believe how many ribs he went through in Carroll. We'll, we'll tell you when we come back. Hang on, Speedy. We'll be right yep. back on 1350 ESPN. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to... Waking up the outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Need to say hi to Tommy Meza, Ed Kennedy, Larry Mack, CJ Jones, Matt, uh, Dave Border, James Jameson, Rob, Paul Butsky. How you doing there, Hall of Famer? Richard, uh, good to see you. Todd, Brad Olson, Sidney Nelson, good to see you all. Thank you for checking us out on Facebook Live. We are visiting with the man, the myth, the legend, the man that's in the Barbecue Hall of Fame down here in Kansas City, Kansas City. I'm home of my chiefs, Mr. Speed Herrick. Are you there? I'm here. Andrew, I'm there. Andrew hung up on you. Did you see that? Yeah. yeah. He actually told me, he said that you'd actually did it. I, did. I, 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 I was in the other room <laughs> talking to everybody on Facebook Live, so that is not my fault. Thank you. Well, he, he said you was going across your neck like cut him off, and so that's uh, that's all I was going by. Speed, if you had to buy a special bobble for someone special in your life and you're in the Des Moines area shopping, where would you go? Would it be Herman's Fine Jewelers? Well, why not? Absolutely. That's what I knew you would say. You know, Donnie and Frank love uh, Cookies Barbecue Sauce. As a matter of fact, when they go barbecue or do anything in the smoker, it's always Cookies Flavor Enhancer and a little Cookies Barbecue Sauce. But if they could put any sauce or any kind of flavor enhancer on their diamonds, on their gold, silver, or, you know, what, or, you know what, even white, gold, platinum, whatever, do you, don't you think Herman's Fine Jewelers would stock Cookies Barbecue Sauce speed? Well, yeah, and just just think about the love they could create if they put you know, a handsome gal of diamond in a bottle of cookies flavor hands, and boy, you'd be in tight. Hey, I just came up with a super promotional idea. Find the diamond in the sauce. Oh, yeah, the fine we'll, diamond in the rough. Uh, yeah, hey, there you go. We'll put a half carat diamond. I got to talk to Herman's. We'll put a half carat diamond in a gallon jug of sauce, and you got to find the sauce. I'll take them and put them all over the place. 
Nah, that probably wouldn't work. But you know, what a great idea, man. Oh, yeah. That'd be two ways of making your loved one happy. You know, hey, if you're going to propose to your wife, why not put the ring in some cookie sauce? Oh, hey, there you go. Let her pull. Hey, let honey, her, yeah. Honey, keep, yeah. keep keep putting a little more sauce on that on that pork chop, honey. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there you go. You're going to really love it. So, and then so, the, diamond, the diamond drops out. Yeah. And then she's. And she says, what's this for? And he said, well, I was going to propose you. And he said, well, let me think about it after I eat the pork chop. Yeah, there, yeah let me see how your chop is. So <laughs> so you're telling me that if you're in Des Moines, if Herman's fine, you would be at 2900 University in West Des Moines. And, you know, they've been helping people for 38 years. That's almost as much as your sauce. Yeah, that's right. Just, they're just five years behind me. They're just, and, and of course, uh, smart cookies, uh, you know, shop at Herman's and smart cookies use cookies. Yeah, there you go. Now, how many times can you have a Hall of Famer do your commercial for you? Donnie and Frank, you owe me another $100. So, two, 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 twenty. Two hundred. Why two hundred? <laughs> Where do I come in the <laughs> well, I'm going to get you some extra cookies, barbecue sauce. 222-2600, Give Herman's a call and tell him Speed from Cookie sent you. So anyway, so you, so you were in Carroll, and how many ribs, how many, tell him, you're not going to believe this. How many ribs did you cook in Carroll? We just was a little bit shy of 600 racks. 600 racks of ribs, man. I can't even. And then, how, how did you do six hundred like, racks of ribs on the smoker? We got one smoker that does uh, one hundred and eight, mm-hmm. and then we got another smoker that does seven, about seventy, mm-hmm. and another smoker that does twenty. And uh, uh, let me tell you, we just kept them going, and then we went through about. Uh, uh, probably close to 700 pounds of pulled pork. I mean, it was, uh, I tell you, the, the people, uh, thanks to all the people out in and around Carroll County, uh, there's people, some, uh, one couple drove up, uh, from Adair mm-hmm. and, uh, um, just from all over come up. They really support New Hope Village there in Carroll, which is, uh, a home for, uh, you know, physically and mentally challenged, uh, adults. And it's 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 been there for years, and uh, uh, New Hope had a uh, Judy had a soft spot in her heart for them because we knew some people that were in there, and uh, so we've done fundraisers for them for several years. But uh, we had uh, uh, one store we had ended up with one extra weekend open, and so we did two weekends for uh, fundraiser for New Hope. Uh, there was like a weekend between. But we raised uh, like ten thousand dollars for them that they'll get a check for this coming week. That's and awesome. thanks to all the thanks to all the people out there that stopped out and bought stuff because that's uh, that's what made it possible. I- I'm telling you what, if there's anybody listening that does events and you want to have a big crowd of people, you want to guarantee that you're going to have people at your event. Get speed to bring the rib wagon down. And, and have him start cooking some and get that smoke rolling. I'm telling you what, when they smell that smoke, you're going to have people. It's like a little, it's like the Pied Piper of ribs, man. I mean, people just kind of migrate in. It's Those things are big draws. They really are. Yeah, we're looking forward. Uh, next week, we're over at uh, the High V in Cedar Falls, the one on University there. Uh, we'll be over there. Uh, uh, we'll be selling ribs probably late Wednesday and then Thursday and Friday over at uh, 
uh, Cedar Falls at the High V store there on University. And uh, well, that's how I first. Uh, that's how you and I first met, Van. When I moved up here and I was on the other station, Van Harden took me over to you, meet you. You were you were at the West. Uh, the what was that Playhouse? Um, it's not. At, uh, uh, Des Moines, uh, uh, on Ingersoll. Yeah, uh, you had the rib yeah. wagon out there, and it was the middle of winter, and you're out there in your little floppy hat and shorts, and it's like, are you kidding me? And I'm freezing to death, and you're out there just doing your thing, and you know we've been buddies ever since. I uh, I'll never forget yeah. that. You you do a lot of good things. You don't get enough credit for what you do. Well. I'll tell you what, it, it just, uh, we got to pay rent for the space we occupy while we're here, Dan. And uh, mm. I'll tell you what, uh, Van Harden's been a good friend of mine, him and Bonnie, for years and years and years. It just mm. uh, uh, goes back a long ways. And, uh, you know, being, uh, in the, being in the sauce for 43 years, I'll tell you what, I've... Uh, I really got to uh, feel like I've got a great bunch of friends. Yeah, Van and Bonnie and uh, uh, Jan Michelson. Uh, there's some class oh. acts that I've met, oh, got yeah. to meet over there. Mark Pearson. Yeah, yeah. yeah good folks yeah, over there. It goes, yeah. goes on and on, you know. Yep, it is. Well, I got to go. But I'm going to tell you, I love you to death. And uh, Father's Day is coming up. I can't think of a, ni- a really not nicer Father's Day present than a cookies grill pack you can go to cookiesbbq.com and order them right off the website or you know you can always go to your favorite store and, and get some cookies and i know i don't know any dad that wouldn't appreciate that stuff you got that right dan and uh thank you and i'd like to wish all the fathers out there uh upcoming father's day a very happy father's day and uh just make sure you stay in the sauce make just make sure it's cookie sauce yeah now where are you going to be in the next two weeks uh, I'll be in Cedar Falls at the High V store next week, and then the following week I'll uh, be at uh, the County Fair store in Mitchell, South Dakota, and then I leave there and then go to the County Fair store in Dale Rapids, South Dakota, which is right north of of uh, Sioux Falls. Okay. All right. Listen, you travel safe, man. Okay. I'll keep the hogs happy. <laughs> All right, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Yep, have a good one. Bye, buddy. There he goes. Speed from Cookies Barbecue Sauce, one of my favorite people. All right, it's 830 and some change. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. In the world that I grew up in, fair faucet hairdo days. All right, welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. I guess you're Miss Farrah Fawcett. I had a crush on Farrah. Oh, like many boys back then. Yeah, absolutely. She was she was sweet. Yeah. Can yeah. You, yeah. you really can't deny that. No, you know? no, no, not at all. Speaking of sweet, Dr. Obi-Wan Kenobi Yegi. He's a sweet guy. Sweet guy. Sweet guy because he cares about your teeth. All day. So is Dr. TJ over there, Dr. Stewart, Dr. Williams, Dr. Brandt, all of them. They care about your teeth. They do. And they're all they're open. They're back in biz. Full time now, so if you need to give them a holler, 907 North Ankeny Boulevard in Ankeny, or you can call them at 515-964-1490. Go check them out or anytime at AnkenySmiles.com. Doesn't matter what you need to get done. It could be a cavity, could be a root canal, could be uh, just a cleaning. Uh, they could help you with your Invisalign, uh, wisdom teeth issues, cosmetic dentistry. They do it all. Go check him out where I do. He's a Jedi dentist. I call him a Jedi dentist because he uses the force to calm me down because I'm such a big baby. And you know, 
they do such a good job over there. I, I don't have any problem saying if you call Advanced Family Dentistry, they're probably going to be your dentist for life. They, re- they probably will be. I'm telling you. And you know what they say when you leave. May the floss be with you. They do. The floss will be with you. You know, Obi-Wan, I'm, I'm not even going to dignify you anymore. <laughs> I've told you for almost a year now. It's may the floss be with you, you senile Jedi. Man. You know, what are you going to do with him, man? I, you know, fire I him. I don't know. Let him go. Advance. I can't fire a, a Jedi. You know, I'm <laughs> yeah, just, what are you going to do? 836 and some change. Smoking Joe Smelter is not with us today because he is waiting on a customer. He's taking care of customers because that's what he does. And if you go to Carl Chevrolet, that's what he'll do for you. It doesn't matter if it's a new truck, new car, just something newer to you. He'll take care of you. He's he's good. That's why we call him Smoking Joe because he gives Smoking Joe kind of deals. Go see him at the Rock at Carl Chevrolet. I still believe, I still think they got the zero percent financing going on, and uh, they got some of the great great trade in prices. They they're looking for trades right now. And tell him Outdoors Dan sent you, and uh, he'll take good care of you. Yeah, he always does for me. He always does me. You just the only thing you got to be careful with Joe is that when you buy a vehicle, he'll put a nicer one out there than when he knows that you're coming in for an oil change to try to hook you. Oh, that's just for you, Dan. That's that's the Outdoors he, he, Dan special. Yeah, yeah. He does that on purpose. <laughs> yeah, a little 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 hooker. I'm telling you, he tries to he tries to. Oh, Dan, I, you, I know you love your truck, but look at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a good guy. He's a, he's a good way to reel you in. No, he does, he's man. He's a smart guy. He's a smart guy. That's why he has a butler. All right. Uh, fawning season is underway. You want to watch the, for deer to be on the move. They're going to be they're gonna dropping fawns left and right. And uh, so just be careful. Those little baby fawns have no idea what a car is. So middle of June uh, is going to be the peak season. So, you know, get out there and just if you're out there driving around or whatever, you know, just be careful. Two times a year, you got to watch for deer. This time of year and during November during the rut. So just really be careful. Uh, they're going to be on the moon. And, hey, if you find a little baby deer, leave it alone. Don't mess with it, Mom. I promise you, Mom is right there within the within the area. Just, just leave it alone. It'll be fine, okay? And if you have a concern, call the DNR, and they'll check it out. All right, got to get back to the football draft because this has been killing me for the last couple of days. And uh, Andrew has got the bags. I got I got the team position bag, and Andrew's got the team bag. Get your get, grab your bag. Show the camera. There you go. All team right. bag. All right. So team team user is number four. That was our first pick. That was. All right. Draw a name. All right. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Show dun, dun, dun. show the camera so you know. I took I spent all night making these little football. Oh uh, yeah, the artist that is Dan. <laughs> hey, you know what? I I, I just do, and don't spare any expense or time for my buddies. And you know, who is it? The Killer Rams. Ooh, the Killer Rams. All right, let's see. I got the old green bag here. The Killer Rams is number nine. Number nine. Pick number nine. He's going to, he was like three the last time. He's going to be so ticked. <laughs> Killer Rams. Oh, man. What a, what a change of pace for him. Yeah, from three to nine. Yeah. Well, then again, he gets got him somewhat back to back picks here. Man, hey, I gave up a number one pick, so. Yeah, what were you thinking? I don't know. I don't know. All right, what do we got next? All right, we next team up. 
is me. T-Rob. Meathead Rob Lowe's. Meathead Rob Lowe's. All right, did you show the camera? I can't see the... Let me... See. Okay. All right. The Meathead Rob Lowe's is... Pick number five. Ah. You actually got a good pick. That's a good pick. Pick number five. I think I'll take it. Team... What is it? Team Rob Lowe's? Yep. Team... Rob, are you showing the camera so we, they they can oh, see? Oh, yes. Team Rob Lou. Verification that I am number five. Okay. Thanks for all your thoughts and prayers out there. Yeah. What were you before? Eight? Eight. <laughs> so you got three spots sooner. Uh, yeah. It'll be interesting to get to see what uh, what's available. Well, obviously a lot at pick five. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Next up. I'm shaking the bag. It's you. Isla Arrows. All right. The Iowa oh, Arrows. man. What, what'd you get? 10. Ah. 10. Oh. Pick 10. Hey, not bad. Oh. I went from 1 to 10. I, I, honestly, I, it could be worse. I mean, uh, to be honest, if you get number one, then you're waiting 20 picks to get to your next pick. Yeah, that stinks. I, you know, I was hoping for like three or four. Three or four? Yeah. Well, uh, I would love to take your Dalvin Cook for you. Yeah, well, that's what's going to happen. Dalvin Cook's gone. <laughs> All right, who's next? Next up, drum roll, the Gargoyles. The, uh, now, he was like four, wasn't he? Yes, he was. He was like four. He is <laughs> number one. Number one, uh, the Gargoyles. Hello, number one. number one. <laughs> oh, now he probably isn't going to be happy about that either because last year he was one and he took Shaquan Barkley or whatever. Oh, and then he got injured. And he got injured, yeah. Gargoyles. Yeah. That stinks, man. <laughs> hey, you know what? I didn't want to be number one, so that's okay. Hey. I was hoping for two or three. But, you know, Karma stepped in and said, let's knock you down a bit. Yeah, that's fine. All right, who's next? Uh, Team Zach. Team Zach. Show the camera. Team Zacher. Team Zach is number eight. Number eight. Oop. Oh, well, there you go. You're, you can't see what's going on now. Team eight. All right, Team Zach. All right, who's next? All right, so. 842 and some change here on 1350. The Next. suspense. The suspense is killing everyone. Here we go. Next team up on the docket is the Iowa Bush Lattes. That's that's leaning. All right. Iowa Bush Lattes is pick six. Pick number six. Not a bad pick. You know, you get a chance to view what the field is like and who's going quickly. And then you get a chance to kind of gauge what happens afterward. It's mm. not a bad pick. You're kind of right in the middle, although I, I am literally right in the middle. So not mm. to toot my own horn, but mm -hmm. toot toot. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Who's next, Homer? All right. Next up on the docket is Team Pike. Team Pike. Team Pike. Where will you be, Team Pike? Team Pike is... Pick number three. Number three. Not bad. That's kind of what Dan wanted. So uh, yeah. you might be getting a couple uh, couple offers coming your way. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not doing any more <laughs> trades until after the things. Oh, 
until after the thing's over. Team Pike. All right. Fun times. Who's next? We got. Next what do we up. got? Two. Fantasy Phantom. Fantasy Phantom. Fantasy Phantom is pick number two. Number two, man. Dan's jealous. I am jealous. Fanta Phantom. All right. And last but not least is number seven because there's only one spot left. Backfield Bandits. Backfield Bandits. That's right. Number seven. Number Number seven. seven. Here you go. Backfield Bandits. (coughs) All right. There you go. That's the draft. The field is set. Bandits. Man, that just stinks. Let's do it over. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Dan's going to make a trade. Hey, no, the draft. Give me, no, we're done. All right, there you go. So, All right, 844 and some change. Man, first to last. If you ain't first, you're last. I am last. That just that just stinks. All right, let's see. Hey, free fishing weekend is coming up. Uh, I'm going to tell you about that. Hang on, and we'll be right back on 1350 1350 ESPN. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to... Waking up the outdoors with Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Help everybody having a great Saturday morning. Jake Pike says, I went from two to three. Yeah. Hey, don't feel bad, Jake. I went from one to ten. Don't feel bad, man. Jeez. Well, for Jake, it didn't uh, didn't change a whole lot there. No, not really. I mean, he's still going to get one of the top backs. Yep. Yeah. That's no good. <laughs> All right, Iowa residents can try fishing without buying a permit on June 5th, 6th, and 7th next weekend as part of the Iowa Department of Natural Resources free fishing weekend. All other regs remain in place. Grab your tackle box, pack up the family, put some cookies, barbecue sauce in there with some hot dogs, and go get your lines in the water. That's what it's going to happen. And uh, this is a great way to get people out there who haven't been fishing yet. And uh, you can download the public Go Outdoors Iowa mobile app uh, to buy your store or fishing license after that. Uh, so you always have access to your license no matter what. And you can take it with you in seven days or 24-hour fishing license are available. You can find a list of stock lakes and ponds that are easily accessible in parks and along the trails of the Iowa DNR Interactive Iowa Community Fisheries Atlas. So there you go. They also got good tips on catching crappie and bluegill and all that other fine stuff. But, uh, hey, go out there. There's thousands of miles of rivers and ponds and uh, lakes out there to fish. And uh, go go with a line and have some fun, will you? There you go. Oh, I'm just beside myself. Yeah. Dan is befuddled. I'm befuddled. Hey, I'm still uh, just information. Uh, still doing the Outdoors Dan Young uh, YouTube contest. At 200 subscribers. We're at 70, I think, right now, or 60, <laughs> 68, 69, 70, somewhere in there. At 200, once I hit 200, I'm going to draw a name, giving away a free three, $400 Grizzly cooler. At 1,000, I'm giving away a big Camp Right camping package. At 3,500 subscribers, I'm going to give away a $6,500 hunt and bow. You get a $5,500 whitetail hunt and antelope hunt combo to Trophies Plus Outfitters in Montana. My buddy Mike Watkins out there. And you get a brand new Elite Bow and a $250 Sportsman's gift card. Here's what you got to do. And you got to do this because I'm sticking to it. I've had people 
not following the rules and I threw them out. So here's what we're going to have to do because it's got to be fair for everybody. Go to my channel and subscribe. Okay. Once you subscribe, you got to go to my website, outdoorsdan.com and email me your name, address, and phone number. It's one entry per household. I've, we, the people I've taken out were trying to double dip, and I don't, I'm not going to do that. It's not, it's, I'm not going to, it's got to keep it fair for everybody. Yeah. So uh, you go to outdoorsdn.com, and my email's right there. And once you do that, I'll put you in the drawing, and I'll go back and make sure that I can see uh, if you're on the channel or not. And then I'm going to announce the winners on the YouTube channel. So that way you're going to have to keep keep on there until the contest is over at least. And uh, it'll be kind of slow on new content. I'll be adding stuff here and there. There's a bunch of stuff on there for you to check out. Uh, Andrew's going to be getting some shows, radio shows and stuff on there as soon as he gets off his rear and uh, gets that figured out. It's only been two weeks. I asked him to do that. I still, yeah. Abusive. Yeah. No, he's, you're, you're, you're slow. <laughs> you're a slow. You, never mind. So anyway, uh, uh, no cash value on the contest. Winners will be notified uh, with the info given on the on the YouTube. And uh, I want to thank Trophy Plus Outfitters, Elite Grizzly, Game Hide, and Sportsman's Warehouse. Game Hide's going to have some camo stuff. I'll throw that in the first or, or the second or third tier, and uh, we'll have some fun there. So, hey, and if anybody wants to go out to Montana next year to go whitetail or antelope hunting with me. I'll get you a deal if you want to go. Just uh, you can message me that on Facebook or uh, shoot me an email, and uh, I'm gonna try and take uh, three or four guys or gals with me. Whoever wants to go, I'm not gonna, you know, they're not, they're not gonna, you know, it's all at a lodge, so you know, hey, as long as you want to go hunting, because I'm gonna be out there by myself hunting for 12 hours a day. You know, it'd be nice to come back and hear some stories in camp. So. Yeah, it's camaraderie that uh, absolutely, absolutely. All right, uh, so that's the big contest outdoors. Dan Young on the YouTuber, and uh, let's see, go watch Respect the Game TV. Uh, we're on Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, Tuesdays at 9:30 Eastern Time, Wednesdays at 12:30, and Thursdays at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. And you can always go to the Hunt Channel and check out the TV show there as well. So there you go. Ah, eight fifty-five and some change. Man, this has been a good show. Yeah, real quick. I'm really. I was so excited when we started the show. Now I'm not excited. <laughs> Your spirits have been drained. I have. I was hoping for two or three. Yeah, that's all right. And heck, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't hassle you enough. You didn't hassle me enough. I didn't. I. I think. Uh, I tried a little different. A uh, little different tactic this time. Mm-hmm. I gave you hope. You gave me hope, and it was crushed. <laughs> it was crushed. So, anyway. Well, I want to thank Johnny Candle for coming on. And uh, if you want to go fishing, I'm going to try and get out there the last weekend in June. I don't, I'll don't. i know for sure here in a couple of days if I want to be able to go or not. But if you got an interest, uh, just get a hold of me, and I'll, uh, I'll let you know if we're going to do that. That'd be kind of a fun fi fishing trip. Put some walleyes in the freezer. And then, uh, let's see. I guess, I guess, man, we only got a minute. This show went by quick. Yeah, it, you know, usually before you know it, you've gone 30 minutes, an hour, two, mm. I mean, two hours doesn't go by uh, very slow. Just, that's for just sure. two hours flies by. It, it flies. It, it really does. So. Especially when you have cook, when you have cookies, barbecue sauce, the one and only Speed Harrigan. Oh, speed always makes it fun. So Now, yeah, not only are you hungry afterwards, but uh, yeah. you have a lot of fun. He's a very fun, optimistic guy. Fun and optimistic. 
Yes, that's a good word for him. Optimistic. Optimistic. So we'll be back next week. And uh, there was something else I was going to tell you guys. Um, I'll, I'll I'll do something on Facebook when I when I, I tell you I'm going to start. Get, I'm going to have to go get some preface or something. I, my memory is gone. Yeah, too much stuff going on. Anything that you think of, write it down immediately because it will lose. Yeah, like, <laughs> it'll go it's quickly. Like, hey, hey, I remember? Hey, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> just like really what what's going on so i don't know all right everybody i want to thank you i'm going to leave you with some tunes uh we will see you back next week god willing please be good to one another look after each other and stay safe until we meet again god bless you see ya